Hello there and welcome to Mothers Arising Podcast. My name is Olusha Yashiru and I am privileged to be the host of this podcast where we share all things motherhood, faith, family and life. I can't wait for you to dig deep into today's episode and of course, please share what you think after you're done listening to the episode. All you have to do is send us your feedback, your comments, your questions to hello at mothersarising.org. Of course, remember to share this podcast with another mother. Somebody definitely needs to hear what you're also hearing. Glory to God. It is day one, which makes me excited. Day one of the heritage of Jacob prayers. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Uh, you know, I always like to say this thing, and it never gets old with me. Honestly speaking, it never gets old with me. I always like to say that um, it's not every meeting that you say you want to have that happens, right? So uh, you plan, and say, I'm going to be there tomorrow. Not everybody who plans something for tomorrow gets to see tomorrow or gets to see the thing they planned happen, right? And this is not even sometimes not even or oh, something evil happened or whatever. It's just human nature. We break our own promises to ourselves. So anytime I, anytime I, I say, oh, this is going to happen, and I actually find myself in that space where it's happening, personally for me, I usually thank God. I give God praise. I appreciate him for the privilege to plan a thing and actually see it, be there to witness it, experience it. Um, as it happens, all right? So for me, it is a privilege to be here, to be alive um, to this 22nd of January, 2022. And this is significant, um, is 10 days until the end of January. It feels like just yesterday, that was the end of the year. And here we are on the 22nd day of January, 2022. So a question for you to ponder on as we start to pray. And this is a question for you. How many of the things you said you were going to do this year have you started to do? Three weeks into the year. <laughs> how many of the things, how many of your personal resolutions that you set within yourself to say this year, I'm just going to take more time to read my Bible. This year, I'm going to take more time to pray. This year, I'm going to take more time to journal. This year, I'm going to take more time to, you know, just be in God's presence. I'm going to be more deliberate and intentional about my spirituality about my relationship with God, it would be nice to hear if you have actually, and this is not a, a time to, be, to, feel, to feel like, to feel judged, you know, to feel bad about anything. It's just a wake up call for all of us. It's just a time for us to all reflect, honestly, on things to say, am I really, really, really uh, doing the thing that I said I'm going to do? And, as I started to speak, uh, you know, here today, that I feel this sense of responsibility, and I'm just asking the Holy Spirit to help me interpret exactly what he has in mind for each person today. I feel this sense of responsibility to deliver God's message to you today. And this is so, so important to me uh, because, I mean, similar to what we're going to be praying about today, but the Holy Spirit just changed, in a way, the Holy Spirit changes something by a millimeter and is what makes all the difference to what you're saying, right? So this morning I set my alarm to wake up 
I mean, the, the team had been on here 30 minutes before everybody else got on, right, to pray. And I set my alarm to wake up even earlier than that uh, so that I could be ready and everything and be also able to join in uh, the prayers that we are praying for as a team and all of that. And so <laughs> as I set my alarm and I woke up, I was on the bed uh, just praying, like praying just before I would just rise to go and get ready. And I had this very interesting experience that felt like it was like one hour long. That by the time I woke up, I thought, oh my God, I've missed the prayer meeting. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt like, because it felt like such a long dream. <laughs> I wouldn't even call it a dream. It was more like a revelation because it was like, by the time I woke up, I was like, oh, it was just five. I was like, it's five minutes. It was so shocking. <laughs> like in a split second, I had this long revelation of what exactly. And so I was I woke up and I was like, I was taking a shower, like, Holy Spirit, what are you trying to say here? Um, what, what, why, why this dream? And it was what the Holy Spirit said, uh, you know, about the dream that made me say, I'm going to share this dream with all of you. Uh, so that, and it just kind of changed the trajectory of the focus of our prayer today. Interesting thing is that this particular part of the prayer was unknown to me really, was actually the top thing that I, that I had written down somewhere. But for some reason, I wanted to start off with another thing today. And so as I said, like, what, what are you trying to say to us? So this is exactly where the problem is and you need to address it today so that people start to take dressing from what, you, what you are gonna be sharing today and it's going to form the base of everything else over the next 10 days. And it's also going to form the base of how you move in this year. You cannot afford, no kidding. Like you have to, <laughs> I feel like I should, I don't even know how to describe it. You have to take a hack. Like you literally take an ax and start to demolish, break down, remove, tear apart anything that is going to stop you from being able to do the things that we're gonna be sharing about today. Big deal. And so I had this dream, very interesting. I had a dream that I was coming onto this call to pray, right? And so as I was supposed to come onto the call to pray, something happened. It was like, I said, I had a crowd in my house. Uh, you know, it was my children. It was just like, my children are not, even when my children were much younger, this is not even a, a boasting point. I've never, my children have never been unruly. No kidding. Like, I've never had to mop my child off the floor throwing a tantrum in a supermarket. I've never had that experience. You know, it doesn't, never happened because we have this question called Olivo. This is what we're doing here. <laughs> and if it doesn't happen, we go home. It, I mean, yeah. So it was so interesting. My children are older, right? So my children are 14. I mean, going on 15. In one month, my son's birthday is exactly a month from today. It's going to be 15. My daughter is going to be 13 this year. My youngest is going to be nine. So I don't even have little children, little babies. But in that dream, it looked like I had, my children were just, you know, distracting me. They were just talking in between. I'm like, this is, this is a thing that, we, that had not happened in forever. Like how my children speaking into my meetings? How is that even happening? So it was so weird. And I was trying to have this call, this prayer session. And I couldn't have the prayer session. It was like, I would literally stop for 15, 20 minutes because I, had to, I would have to mute because a child is talking. 
you know, that kind of thing. And I couldn't even come on the computer to be able to have a proper meeting. I was using my phone, I couldn't turn my video on. It was such a mess of a, of a session. I was like, what's going on here? I couldn't have a, a proper meeting. I was so distracted. And I was like, what's going on? And I kept cutting in the meeting. I'll come in and say, oh, I'm so sorry. It's such a technical problem. And I was like, what's going on here? So I woke up from the dream just while I was still in the midst of the technicality and inability to have this proper meeting and actually hold a prayer session properly. And so what had happened, I remember this part. What had happened was because I was not able to stay on the call to control the meeting, People had been doing all sorts of things. It was, like, it was like a marketplace, no kidding. People had been doing all sorts of things in that meeting. People were posting pictures of what they were selling, even if we, I was not in a meeting. I doubt if that will happen in this, in this place, right? But the result of my inability to hold down the fort and be focused on the meeting I was having meant people were already in the comments talking about, oh, I sell this, oh, I make this, I sell bags, I sell shoes. People were literally selling in the comment section. They were, I mean, it was a, it was chaotic to say the least. Just like, I was like, oh, what kind of dream? I mean, I first of all thought it was because I was worried about the meeting. So I was like, so I started taking a shower. I just felt like this is not a regular kind of, I'm worried about a meeting. The Holy Spirit, I was like, what's going on here? What exactly are you trying to say, say to us? And I heard it like loud and clear. Business is going to be the bane of people. <laughs> in 2022. I mean, it's always been in the brain of people, generally across the world, but God is saying, pay attention in particular to business this year, because it's going to look legit, all right? It's going to look like, oh, I'm just doing the work of God, or, or it's just my job. It's, God, don't you want me to work again? You know, it's just life happening. It's just my children, or just my husband. It's just the things you've committed into my hands. And what's going to happen is this, if you do not take control of that business, <laughs> and if you do not focus your attention, if you allow distraction to be the bane of you this year, what's going to happen is this, things that shouldn't even come your way. Like, I'm not kidding, like literal tiny demons that you should, that you should not even have to speak before they depart from your life. Like your lifestyle, your existence alone <laughs> should take them away from, your, from you. Problems that shouldn't come to you. Challenges that shouldn't surface in your life. Things that you should not even be having to contend with this year. You're going to, have to, you're going to contend with them if you do not focus where your attention needs to be this year. No joking. No kidding. And so the Holy Spirit just kind of like redirected what I was going to be praying about, which is still very similar, but also has a significant difference, right? So we're going to be praying for ourselves. And you're going to make up your mind that from today, from today, you will not lose your focus. It's very interesting that the Holy Spirit will kind of bring this to my, to my mind because just yesterday, middle of the night, basically, before I had to head up, head up to bed, it was about maybe, on 1 a.m. or something, I came across a video that I put on my Instagram and it was addressing the same thing. I didn't even have time to watch the full video like that. I just knew that the beginning of the message was enough for me to share it and say, anybody who needs to see this needs to see this, right? 
I was talking about business uh, and all of that. And I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. Because I'm taking dressing from what, what the Holy Spirit showed me. First of all, before I'm even telling you to take dressing, all of us should decide within ourselves how, how we choose to prioritize our space with God this year, our relationship with God this year, our total connectedness. Like you have to guard your connectedness to God. It is going to be a big deal for you this year. You're going to have to learn to put priority where priority is. Meaning it's going to be, that's how it's going to be. They're going to be busy. Uh, there's not a time you're going to be idle. But it's going to take you deciding, deliberately choosing, intentionally hacking away the things that look like they're going to distract you. You're going to be so jealous over your time, over your schedule, over your priorities. It's like going to be you doing crazy things that you've never done before. It, like I was sharing with well, one of my dear, uh, I don't know, was it here? I was sharing it somewhere this week to remember which of the meetings we're having. And I was saying that, you know, that I was at a point in my life, I remember when I wanted to have, like, I felt like I needed to prioritize my children. So I wouldn't pick my phone. Like if you call me between 4 p.m., I was in Nigeria at that time, between 4 p.m. and 7 p.m., was it like 7.38 for my kids to have to go to bed? I will not pick my phone. No, I'm not joking. Like call me, I'll hear the phone ring. I won't even go there. I won't even go there the phone to look at it, to pick it up. The only person whose phone call I picked was my husband. And I had a ringtone for him. So I know he's the one calling. So I'm not even going to the phone at all. And it was because I said, this time, I'm not going to be on the phone for long conversations with anybody between this time and this time because my children are priority. That's when they are back from school, homework, they are taking you know, their dinner to be cooked. I just want to spend time with my children. So whatever you have to do this year to hack away the things that will distract you, that will help you, that will, touch, that will make you lose focus. It could be you feel like you're doing the work of God. <laughs> it could be you feel like you're preaching a message to people. It could be social media time, scrolling through mindless things. It could be because you are in church serving. Uh, whatever is going to take you away from the place of abiding, dwelling, it's going to be up to you to make those choices for yourself this year. So I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to read a few things. We're going to read the Bible. We're going to pray. I just thought I needed to lay that foundation, first of all, so that you understand how important it is that you are recommitting this time to God and saying, Lord, I will take a literal knife and ax to my schedule. I will look through it and take away anything that looks good, that feels good, that is not going to help me draw closer to your heart this year. I will be aware of the things that drain my energy that will not allow me to give God the best of energy this year. I will stay connected deliberately to God's presence this year. Glory to God, hallelujah. So last year, as we got ready for 2022, the Holy Spirit, uh, God gave us a word for the year. You know, the time is now, um, you know, and all of those things. And, and what the scripture that God gave us is in Isaiah chapter 58, and I'm going to read it uh, for context. And for those who, who have not been here for so long, 
or anybody who's going to be catching this video on the replay and who does not really know, um, who has not been a part of this ministry for, for some time. I have this bookmarked in my Bible to keep referring to over and over again. It says, Isaiah 58, and I'm going to read from verse 14. That's the last verse in that scripture. It says, then you will find joy in the Lord. The first thing, you will find joy in the Lord. Of course, I want to encourage you to read the entire chapter. It's very, very instructive. And I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land. I will cause you to ride in triumph <laughs> on the heights of the land. I mean, there is a height that God needs to take you to. But the first thing you have to do is to find joy in the Lord. You have to delight in the Lord. And to feast on the inheritance of your father, Jacob. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. This year, God said, the heritage of Jacob is yours. You will feast on the inheritance of Jacob. And so we took a deep dive into looking at what are some of the promises that God gave to Jacob through our scripture. And we read through the book of Genesis. I will advise you and encourage you to actually start to read from the story of Abraham because there is no Jacob, there's no Jacob's heritage without Abraham. Abraham is the first that God handed it over to. You know, we talk about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, all right? So there is no Jacob's heritage without Abraham's blessing. So you need to go there, do a deep dive. That's what I've been doing, just reading through from, you know, Abraham, like the beginning of this year. Even though I've been studying the book of John, I've always been taking, I've also been taking time to look through, you know, just the story of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and just looking through all of those blessings and what they mean for me and all of that. And the kind of things that I need to start to do to position myself. So God's blessing for us this year is the heritage of Jacob. And what does that look like? What is it? And God gave us 10 things uh, that he said he was to, that he's going to do with us this year. And that we should lay hold of these promises that we literally have to fight like, wait a war and say, no, nothing is going to stop me from stepping into all of these promises that God gave to us this year. And that's me. I'm like, no. Anytime I see something that is contrary, that doesn't even look like the word, I'm like, hello, you cannot, no, 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 I am not allowing myself to stay here because this is, this does not look like what God said. And so I'm going to keep declaring God's word until I see it come to manifestation in my life. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. These 10 promises, print them out, put them near where you can see them every day, put them on your phone, set it as a, as a reminder for yourself every day to say, oh, today I'm going to be declaring God's word about this, this, and this. All right, so today we are going to be, uh, I'm going to read out the 10 promises to you, first of all, and then we're going to start to pray uh, over them each day over the next um, 10 days of this prayer series, all right? So um, in the book of Isaiah, uh, Genesis, chapter, Genesis chapter 28, we read the story of Jacob. Uh, the Bible says that Jacob had, you know, when he was fleeing from his brother and his father told him to go uh, and all of that, move somewhere, uh, I told him to go so that he, his brother would not kill him. So he, has, he had packed his bag and he was leaving and he was running away from his brother and all of that. And the Bible records that, if you read from like verse 10 and all of that, um, God revealed himself to, to Jacob. And the Bible says he had a vision, you know, angels ascending and descending and all of that. And the Bible says they are the top of, they are the, top of, the, of the, the Lord was standing 
and saying to Jacob, I'm the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham, the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you now lie. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth and all of that. And it says, I am with you. I will watch over you wherever you go and all of those things. Jacob had this encounter. I mean, if you look through that scripture, you're going to find Jacob having encounter, encounter here. He'll build an altar here. He had several of them. And so this year, one of the things that God said to us is that we are going, I mean, it's a promise of God encounters that will shape your destiny forever. As in God will literally just interrupt your day, your regularly ordained things, and it's going to interrupt you and put something there and say, yep, this encounter, one minute encounters, five minutes encounter, this kind of things will happen for you this year. The Bible says that he saw a stairway, a stairway leading, you know, from, from heaven down to the earth and all of that. And so God said, he's, he's given us the promise of revelations and access to God's secrets, meaning the things that the ordinary person doesn't see because you are connected, because you are tarrying in God's presence, because you allow yourself to not get distracted and you put your focus on him, you are going to receive secrets. You know, things that people are going to school to go and learn, God is going to reveal it to you. That's the kind of year that is going to be. God is going to open your eyes to opportunities around you. You know where you're just seeing like, what's going on here? Ideas are going to be coming to you. You're going to see a way to break through in your business. You're going to see a, a game changer for your career. You know how you're going to be able to raise your children well, the best thing you can do for your marriage, you know, how to have the best, how to reach people, whatever. God is going to reveal secrets to you. It's a promise of revelations and access to God's secrets. And the Bible says that there above the ladder to, to the Lord, the promise, and I'm going to give him a word to say, I'm going to give you and your descendants the land on which you now lie. The promise of the position of the land. God said, I'm going to give you the land. God said, I'm going to give you access, you know, territories, you're going to take over, whatever. I'm going to give you enlargement, you know, just give you the land. I'm going to hand it over to you. And verse 14 says, you will spread out. That's the promise of God's you know, increase of breaking forth of abundance on every side. And you will, you, your family, all the families of the earth will be blessed because of you and your own family, because of you and your offspring. You are going to become not just a blessing, but you're going to be a transgenerational blessing. And God said, I give you a promise of transgenerational blessings. For mothers that are afraid, worried about their children, oh, my child ever amounts to anything. God said, no, don't worry. Don't be afraid. I have promised to bless not just you and your offspring. Why? Because you need to become a name to be reckoned with. Transgenerational blessing for other people, for other people's lives to be transformed because of you. He says, I am with you. That's the promise of his presence, of his person. I will go with you anywhere you go. <laughs> And it says, I will watch over you. That's the promise of God's protection, of preservation, of deliverance from any form of evil this year. And it says, wherever you go, I will lead you. That's the promise of direction, of leading, of guidance. And then it says, I will not leave you until I have done all that I have promised you. That's God's promise of his commitment to you. His commitment to bring everything to pass in your life. Anytime I read this promise, it just gives me so much joy. 
And I'm just so grateful to God. I'm going to start from there today, start to pray. I'm going to say, Father, I thank you. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to you for, you know, for just this promise you have given unto me, unto us as, as a community. Thank you for revealing yourself to us. Thank you for, you know, speaking, speaking into our lives. Thank you for giving us direction for 2022. Thank you because we have something we can hold on to your word. Thank you for your promises that are precious before us. We are so grateful, oh God, that you count us worthy to interrupt our regularly scheduled activity and to just put yourself in there to say, no, let me interrupt you a little bit. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We bless your name. We thank you. We are so grateful. Mani Sotoli Adaba. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you for your precious promises over us. I give you praise. I give you glory. I bless your name. I thank you for the great things you are doing. I say to you, be all the praise. To you, be all the glory. To you, be all the honor. Thank you, God, because you are watching over your word to bring it to pass. We are so grateful. We say thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so we're just going to pray, uh, you know, just very quickly. We're going to round off very soon, actually. Um, and just talk about what we spoke, what I mentioned earlier about this bane of business. There's going to always be, be, be always going to be busy. There's going to be more than two or three things you're doing. It's going to be up to you this year, you know, that I will not allow the urgent to crowd out the important in my life. I want you to pray that for yourself this year. That Lord, this year, my eyes are open, you know, have revelation about what, what is it you want me to prioritize this year? I understand my eyes are full of, as in my body is full of lights. I, I'm not walking in the dark about what you want me to prioritize. I know it for sure. And I will prioritize what is important to you this year. I'll not allow the urgent to crowd out what is important in my life. In the name of Jesus Christ, people's demands, my own inner compulsions, a need to please people, whatever that looks like. I will not allow the things that look urgent to crowd out what is important in my life this year. In the name of Jesus Christ, my priorities will not be jumbled this year. In the name of Jesus, I will not allow my priorities to be jumbled this year. I choose to prioritize what is important in my life in the name of Jesus Christ. I will prioritize what is important in my life. I will not allow the things that look urgent, what the world is saying, what the world is trying to make me feel is urgent. I will not allow them to crowd out my time with you, my fellowship with you, my connections with you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare, oh God, that this tension between what is important and what is urgent in my life will not take over. In the name of Jesus. Father, I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord. I will be like Jesus and I will do all that the Father has committed into my hands to do and completing the work that he has called me to do. Only the work 
that God has called me to do this year? Will I focus my attention off for on in the name of Jesus? Emanosa, Ibrekedosa, Telebadusa Talaba, Menekedosa, Kelly Apradosa, Manie de Badosa. Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare concerning myself that I will prioritize what is important to me, to you this year. I will not be carried away. I will not lose focus in the name of Jesus Christ. But I choose to prioritize and allow my heart to be ready for what you want to do. The God encounters you promise this year that will shape my destiny forever. I make room in my life for those things. I make room in my life for them in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Genesis 28 that we'll be reading about Jacob. Verse 16 says, Genesis 28, I'm going to read verse 16 to you. The Bible talks about after um, Jacob had had that encounter, verse 16 says, when Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. And early the next morning, Jacob took the stone he had placed under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it and called that place Bethel. I want you to pray for yourself. The Bible says that he created a lasting memorial because you realize that this thing, this place is a place of encounter. You're going to say, Lord, I want to be able to recognize those places, those times in my life where you want me to have an encounter with you. Like, you're just going to be able to see them. I'm just going to sense that God wants to do something. God wants to, inter God wants to interrupt you. You will not be carried away, you know, by the things, but how, by how it looks. You're going to be able, I'm going to be conscious. I'm going to say, Lord, I'm conscious this year. I am conscious this year. I'm able to recognize and acknowledge your presence in the name of Jesus Christ so that I can maximize the moment, so I can maximize and create a lasting memorial for that moment in my life, so that I can, so that I can have a, you know, a true God encounter that will shape my destiny forever in the name of Jesus Christ. Emanose, tell you Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I declare that I'm able to recognize and acknowledge your presence in the name of Jesus. Father, I will create a lasting memorial. I will see for what it is. As a God encounter, I will not discount the experience that I'm having in the name of Jesus Christ. I will not dump you down to, to too much thoughts. I will not dump my experience down. I will not allow anything else to crowd it out. But I make room in my heart for God. I make room in my life for Jesus. For God encounters this year. I make room. I make room for God encounters this year. In the name of Jesus Christ. I will make a memorial out of my God encounter. I will understand the significance of it. I will see what it's going to do for my, for my future. And I will plug into it. I will maximize my encounters. I will create a lasting memorial out of my encounters. In the name of Jesus Christ, I will see it as a place of dwelling, as Bethel, God's house where God dwells. And I will allow myself to continue to pursue, to continue to chase after the God of that encounter. In the name of Jesus Christ, this year, distractions, busyness will not stop me 
from stepping into what is important, the things that God wants for me in the name of Jesus Christ. I will not be distracted. I will not lose focus. I have out time in my schedule to do things that matter to the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. This year, I lay down the need to be, to be a people pleaser. I lay down the need to, to please people. A, a compulsion to please people, to make myself feel good by doing. Father, I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that I'd rather be with you above everything else. You are my reward. You are my exceeding great reward. My lady, I will say, Tele you are my reward in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, because you are my reward and I plug myself into you this year more than ever before. I plug myself into you this year more than ever before i say lord from today from this moment my life is full of encounters in the name of jesus i will fight over whatever it is that wants to distract me i would take my time back in the name of Jesus, and I would choose to plug myself into the Lord, into his presence, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. The same promise that God gave to to Jacob here, he had given to Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. I want to read that scripture to you because, you know, it's like, it's just a, a generational blessing that God keeps passing down from generation. The Bible says that the Lord has said to Abraham, go out from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great again. I'll make, I'll make your name great. I will make you a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and, will, and I will curse those who curse you. And all peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. Can you see similar blessings? The Bible says that Abraham went, as the Lord had told him, he took along with him lots and all of that. And the Bible says, before Jacob discovered Bethel, <laughs> the Bible says from there, he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tents with Bethel on the west and I on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. The same exact encounter that Jacob had far down the line his grandfather abraham had had the same kind of encounter at the same place so whatever you're doing right now your encounters you are sowing a seed for the future for your family for your generation to come and then the bible says abraham set out and continued toward the naked see here verse 10 of of genesis chapter 12 the bible says now there was a famine in the land and abraham went down to egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. He left the Lord's house <laughs> because of food. He was trying to find food for his family. Genuine, don't you think? Was that not a genuine need? Was that not, was that not something that was important for him to do? Was it not? He, it, was, it was important for him to actually find food for his family. It was not a bad thing to, to find food, right? <laughs> the Bible says here, because the famine was severe, as he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. Lie that you're my sister. Egypt, the place of compromises, the place where your values need to go out the window for you to fit in. God didn't ask him to go to Egypt. God was enough for him. Uh, if only he had plugged into God, God was enough to bless him wherever he was. 
He left there because of famine. I said, ah, this land that God said, this Bethel, I can't stay here. I'm hungry in Bethel. <laughs> Some of us are going to feel the pinch of things that want to pressurize you, put pressure on you to leave God's presence, to move out of God's will because you feel like I just want to feed my family. You're going to make compromises because you feel I just want to feed my family. You're going to take on jobs, opportunities that, that look like opportunities in disguise, but are really distraction of the enemy to take you away from your place of God encounters. And you're gonna to have to say, no, I will not go to the place of compromise in my life this year. I will not do it. But you know what? God still had mercy on him, even in that place. Pharaoh just said, you know, was carry your wife and go, <laughs> you know? Why did you tell me that she was your wife? Why did you have to lie to me? And he sent them on their way, you know? It's still a place of God's mercy. God, God's, God's mercy is still available for you. So you're gonna pray, say, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, I will not go to the place of compromise, not a place where you're, where you're going to commit sin. And what is sin anyway? When you're not doing the will of God, right? So it's not like I said, oh, it's a place where, it's not about those things. It's about the fact that it's going to take you, anything that takes you from God's presence is Egypt. It is Egypt in your life. A place of compromise, of integrity, of values, of the things that matter, of priorities. You're going to say, Lord, this year, I refuse to allow myself to go down to Egypt because of my present need because of what I feel like is a current need in my life. I will not go down to Egypt. I mean, God taught me this lesson last year, December. Oh, Mani Kosetili. I didn't even understand the lesson fully until like two days ago. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I will not go down to Egypt. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I, will, I declare that I will not compromise my stand. I will not go down to Egypt. In the name of Jesus Christ, I will not go down to Egypt. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I will not compromise. I will not go down to Egypt. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lebracadosa, Tali Adabasuta, Talabadosa. I will not go down to Egypt. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And then after this time, Abraham and Lot had to separate and all of those things. Um, <laughs> oh, glory to God. I mean, if you read through that scripture, I don't want to go deep into it today. We have, we have the entire nine days to keep praying. But is it, is it, I feel like we need to go and do this study. Everybody go back into Genesis, start to read it again. Let the Holy Spirit open your eyes to things that you don't even think. That you, not, you have not even seen before. I mean, this, I've been reading this scripture before. I just marked this, the place of compromise in my Bible two days ago or so. Yeah, it was yesterday, you know, as I was reading it again. <laughs> I was like, hmm, I didn't see this one last time I read this thing, you know, and all of that. I just want to just continue to pray and say, Lord, this year, I won't allow anything to take me away, distract me. So many things we've been reading through the scripture. So many things were taking Abraham away, you know, like about to distract him. He has to let go of lots. Some of us are need to let go of things, anything this year that will not allow you to step into God encounters. You have to be jealous over those things. You have to be jealous over your time, over your schedule, over your priorities and all of that. And the Bible says in Genesis 15, it says, it says, do not be afraid, Abraham, I'm your shield, your very great reward. I am your shield your very great reward, your very great reward. God is your reward. And you know, I'm gonna end there today because sometimes 
in seeking the hand of God, we forget that he's the ultimate. He's one. God gives us things. He blesses us, increases us, gives us protection. Why? He has one aim. That so that you can be his own. So that you can you can see him as your reward. He's the ultimate reward. Like if he never gave you anything else and he gave you only himself, he's the ultimate reward. And that's where, that's where I want us to plug into this year and say, Lord, thank you for all the other promises. Thank you for increased abundance, preservation, protection, blessings, international blessing. Thank you for those things. But this year, I will take the blessing of you over any of the others. I will take the blessing of you over any of others. Glory to God. We're going to wrap. We're, we're closing now. I just want you to, to just thank God for even giving, giving of himself to you as your great reward. Say, Father, I thank you. Thank you for making me to see the areas of my life that I need to make adjustments. Thank you because I, 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 I am from today, I will not allow myself to compromise my time with you. I will prioritize it and it will not just be in lip service only. I will actually go into my calendar. I'll set my alarms. I'll make turn around my schedule. I'll cut away unnecessary meetings. I'll cut out phone calls, social media. I will do it. I will put in the effort. I will make that effort. I will do it. I will do it. I will cut away, hatch, hatch away all those things. Remove them. That can stop me from stepping into my God encounters this year. Thank you, mighty God. We give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord, for how you've just shown up for us today. Thank you for your word to us. Thank you because you are deliberate about how you're revealing yourself to us this year. Thank you, mighty God, for the great and mighty things you are doing with us. Thank you because your encounters, the God encounters are ours this year. Thank you because we have the wisdom to prioritize well. We are not allowing busyness to take over our hearts. We'll not allow ourselves to get distracted. We'll not allow ourselves to get compromised into being pushed because we're looking for food, uh, because there's famine in Egypt, because we need to take on three jobs, because we need to make extra money, because we need to cater for ourselves, because we need to buy the next car, because we need to buy that house, because I need to take that mortgage, whatever that looks like for each and every one of us, Lord. Our eyes are open to see where the loopholes of the enemy are. We see them for what they are. We see them not as opportunities, but as traps, as distractions that the enemy wants you to take us away. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because our eyes are open and we receive wisdom to for us to continually have God encounters in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty God, because you started with us on a, on a great note today. We thank you because you are progressing with us, even into abundance, into greater things over the next few days as we, as we take time to dig deeper, to connect with you on a deeper level. Thank you, Lord, because our families are blessed as a result of these sessions we are having. Thank you for all of our sisters that are not even here. Thank you for mothers arising. Thank you because of the things that you're shifting in the spirit through this series, through this session that we're having together. Thank you because we're you're opening doors to us that we didn't even know existed before. Thank you, Lord, and we give you praise. We give you glory. Blessed be your name, awesome Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Thank you, ladies, for coming in to pray today. We'll see um, tomorrow. By God's grace, we're going to continue praying these promises over our lives. And we trust the Lord that even as we come every day, it's going to be like this was great. It's going to be like another level of greatness. 
God is going to be building us up <laughs> in greater ways in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. And we'll see tomorrow. We're going to keep praying God's promises over ourselves um, and over our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I'm just getting my own day. It's not even yet. Um, 7 a.m. Right, right now as I am. Just getting started in my own day. God bless you. And we'll see you tomorrow by God's grace. Take care.